Hey, welcome to the Shopway Show. So happy you have joined me this evening. It is Monday, 7 p.m. and... Here I am yet again, uh, Larry Sharp here again on the Sharp Show. Thank you so much for joining me for a small chunk of your evening. The thing I wanted to, this is an AMA, so obviously I'll take any comments and questions. I always do on, on Mondays whenever I possibly can. But the thing I want to bring up today is that happened in New York City recently. And that is cops have been shot and killed recently. Now you might say, well, Larry, it's a Big city must happen all the time. No, didn't. Didn't. It was not a big deal. Like, there were years in New York City, years with an S, where no cops were shot by bad guys. There were cops and shot by other cops. That four times, that was actually worse. You were more likely to be shot by another cop and you were a bad guy. That was that was how safe it was relatively um, to be a cop in New York City. Those days are over, right? If you're a cop now, it's it's getting tough out there. It is getting tough out there, dangerous out there. Just this last, what, last month? In the last month or so, we've had, I think, five cops shot, two dead, I think. It is, it's a thing. Like, it's really making changes here in New York City. And so I guess the question becomes, okay, so what do we do about it or why or all those things? And I guess you can imagine we have a mayor here in New York City who's a former cop. Uh, police captain, if I'm not mistaken. So obviously he is going to be connected to that, right? As you know, my father being a corrections officer, I'm more corrections is more personal to me. Him being a former police officer, obviously police is more personal to him. Marines, me being a Marine, Marines more personal to me. Not that I don't care about cops. I do. I'm just saying clearly there is a different link that he is going to have that I'm going to have because it's his former brotherhood. I get that. So my assumption is he would want to kind of figure out how to fix this, right? How, how to make this work better or something like that. Well, he actually did have a conversation that day, and so did the, the police chief. And I'll, I'll show you a bit of it, and you can tell me what you think. And, and you'll see my issue with this, I'm sure. But here we go. This is the police chief talking. This is from this weekend. Tonight, a 22-year-old son, husband, officer, and friend was killed because he did what we asked him to do. Now, this is uh, the commissioner. She's very upset, obviously talks about it, obviously, and then she brings on, she talks about the, the individual, right? The, the guy who, the, the young man who passed, he was young, he was 20-something, and so was his partner. I mean, it was it's, it's tragedy how young he was. Normally, when we do briefings like this, Mm-hmm. So how do you like suburbia? I'm sorry. I apologize. I need to get that special. Uh, Gorgeous. I need to be ending with the ads. I got to do that soon. Sorry. I keep forgetting. It's Sometimes the ads are insane here. Who stand at this podium. I did not want that tonight. Mm-hmm. I wanted everyone to be in the same room. So now everyone's in a room. I wanted everyone. What's the issue? To be here to understand. It is our city 
Yeah. Against the killers. And this is where he's actually wrong. Yep. This is actually, he's, he's actually wrong here. It isn't our city against the killers. It's not true. I wish it was. I wish it was. The people who are doing the killing are part of the city. In this case, he's incorrect. It is not a good idea to draw a line and just go, let's go get the bad guys. This is not the right answer. This is going to make things worse. People always say, Larry, why in the world do you care about, you know, uh, you know, wh- why do you spend so much time worrying about, you know, left versus right, whatever? Because this is what happens. That's left versus right. This isn't left versus right. This is now us versus them. We are them. The people who are doing this, they are the people, right? So it's impossible. We can't just go us versus the killers. It's not true. This is a this is the wrong take. The take is how do we get less killers? How do we make brothers and sisters stop shooting each other? Because this happened, I'll show you in a minute why it happened, because of a domestic dispute, a son and a mother dispute. And from that, cops got killed. This guy wasn't trying to kill cops. I'm still guilty. He's, he's dead. Doesn't matter. They killed him. But uh, no, the, no, sorry, he's 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 not dead yet. I don't think he is. Ooh, I, I forgot. Anyway, they shot him. I, I think he's dead. The point is not. Not that he, these, he was trying to kill cops. This was a guy who thought a gun was the right answer. He was having a domestic dispute. The cops came in and he killed him. He, sh- he was wrong. My point is, it isn't like the killer was going out. Now, that did happen in, Amer- in, in New York State, New York City. There was a time when people were hunting cops. That was a thing. And at that point, that was true. This is not that time. It is our city against the killers. Not true. This was just not an attack on three brave officers. It wasn't that at all. This was an attack on the city of New York. It was not. It is an attack on the children and families of this city. And we are not going to win this battle (laughs) by dividing lines. You just divided lines. Between us. You just did. We must save this city together you just did and that was my that was my problem i know he's upset and i get his emotion and i'm not mad to be fair i'm not mad at him for this some of you might be mad at him for i'm not these are his brothers this is from a brotherhood he's mad i get it it's just the wrong way of doing things. Let me explain. I'm going to cover this. The police, the police uh, benevolent association guy comes up. He's yelling and screaming. Everybody's mad and angry. This is not going to end well. This is why I always say all the time, it is not good when cops get killed for anybody. Nothing goes well. Nothing goes well. I do not want dead cops. It's a terrible thing. Nothing goes well. Here's this guy explains what happened. Good evening. It's just a horrific day for the New York City and the NYPD, you know, and I just want to, you know, pray for the officers. Just go through. At 119 West 135th Street. What happens? One D. Police officers from the 32 precinct arrived. Guys, to come a in. 911 call of a family dispute. Mm-hmm. The 911 caller was a female who stated that she was disputing with her son. 
Yep. She mentioned no injuries and no weapons. Now, here's the biggest issue. She mentioned no injuries and no weapons. So clearly they were arguing at the time, right? Clearly they were arguing. At this point, they're just arguing there's no violence at this point, right? No one's been shot. No one's run a pistol. Nothing's happened at this point. The question is, why is our protocol in New York City send three cops? Why was that our protocol? If you know what I talked about, when I talked about when I talked about not defunding the police, but a, a way to restructure them to where family law was a separate division. This is what exactly what I was talking about. This should have been on with two should have been two cops. One is actually a social worker, and then one's a cop. The social worker is there to try to calm things down. If things are out of hand, the cop is there to put some money on the ground, right? That's how it should work. That was my entire pitch two years ago when I was talking about reforming, adjusting, shifting. So now you don't have three cops go into the house. You have a cop and a social worker who's dressed in like khakis or something or whatever's the appropriate thing to be to be wearing. Maybe a polo shirt, whatever's the right answer. I don't know the end, but something like that to come in and talk, talk a guy out. Well, Larry, he might have shot him. Maybe it's possible. However, what happens when there's a hostage situation? They send in someone who can talk to the hostage taker. And often they talk them out. It happens often. Not always. Sometimes the cops got to shoot the guy. It does happen. But the first thing they do is talk to the guy first. And often you can get the guy out with nobody being shot. I would like that to be the goal, the number one goal. If we would have been following my plan with a social worker goes with a cop, is it possible he would have shot a social worker? Maybe. Maybe. In which case the other cop would have shot him. Still terrible, but not worse than what happened now, right? No worse. It wouldn't have gone worse with my plan, but it might have gone better. It might have gone because the social worker might have talked to the woman first, got the details, what's going on, called the guy out to try to make this thing work, have a conversation. The guy might not have been felt threatened and he might not have shot. I have no idea if that's what would have happened or not. What I'm telling you is it wouldn't have been worse but it might've been better. And that should have been our protocol. This is a systemic issue that we have to fix when it comes to responding to family issues just like this. Upon entering the apartment, the officers were met by that female caller and her yep, son. She was there, they weren't fighting. After a brief conversation, yep. the officers were informed that her other son, whom she was disputing with, was in the back bedroom. So they're in a one bedroom house. The son hears it all. Right. At this moment, no one's shooting. No one's fighting at this moment. No one's shooting. No one's fighting. Right. This apartment is an open one bedroom apartment. One bedroom. As you walk in, there is a living room, a kitchen and a 30 foot long hallway that has a closet, a bathroom. And at the end, the bedroom. That's the apartment. One officer remained with the two family members while two other officers go to the back bedroom. This hallway is very tight and narrow. And that's when they got shot. As our first officers approach the bedroom, the door swings open and numerous shots are fired, striking both officers, one fatally. Yeah, the other guy's and, in trouble. And one is here in Harlem Hospital in critical condition. They both got shot in the head. It's a terrible As story. As the perpetrators attempt to exit, then he tries to run, tries to escape. Officer who fires two rounds, striking him in the right arm and head. Our perpetrator is LaShawn 
McNeil. 47-year-old dude. now 47 years old. Now let me go to the next piece. One prior arrest in New York City. Been arrested in New York City. Conviction of narcotics in 2003, in which he is on probation for. Yep. He has four arrests outside of New York City. He's got four arrests. This guy's got four arrests. Our system is failing. Either this guy shouldn't be out or we should have helped him. One of those two things should have happened. If he can't be fixed, he should still be in jail or our system should have fixed him. I don't know him, whatever, who knows what the answer is. But the answer that we what we had now, that was the wrong answer. That's for sure. The current answer is wrong. The other two were appropriate. Could this guy have been fixed? Okay, great. We should have done that. Could this guy not be fixed? Why is he not in jail? One in South Carolina for an unlawful possession of a weapon in 1998. So he had a gun on him in, in 98, 24 years ago. So he arrested him for having a gun on him. So he was in a black market back then. Got arrested for possession. Black market again. No, none of these are violent crimes so far, but there is one. One for an assault on a police officer in Pennsylvania in 2002. A arrested. felony drug in 2003 and a misdemeanor yep. narcotics in 2003 in Pennsylvania. So, yep, he got busted Recovered in Pennsylvania. at that scene is a Glock 45 high-capacity magazine. Yes. Which holds up to 40 additional rounds. Now, hold on. This weapon Watch right this. Here. Now, this That's is impossible, guys. No, no, no. This is impossible. You know why this can't happen? This is obviously it's a lie. Why? Because we have the SAFE Act in New York. This is illegal. So, of course, nobody would do it because we already have strict gun laws in New York. New York City, this is illegal. So, obviously, this has got to be made up or some kind of obviously I'm teasing. But this is my point. What every single person is talking about now is getting guns off the streets. I didn't show you all of uh, the mayor's speech, but his speech was all about gun violence, gun violence, getting guns off the streets. The federal government has to step in, getting guns off the streets. That's all he talked about. Like it's all the guns fault. It's all because of the guns. Here is my issue. The reality here is it isn't the guns fault. They can't keep drugs and weapons out of prisons. You can't keep guns and weapons and drugs out of prisons where there's literally walls. People are behind bars and there are armed guards. You can't keep it out of prison. You're going to keep it out of New York City? What's wrong with you? Why would you even imagine that's even possible? How about instead... You end the black market. Because here's the most important piece that I mentioned earlier. If you go back about two years and you look at the deaths and the shootings of cops in New York City, give or take from the six years from 2014 to 2020, we had maybe four dead cops. Four. In six years, four. Think about that. Six years. Four. But starting in 2020, the numbers went up. 2021, we had a bunch. We've had two killed, and it's just January this year. What happened in 2020 that would literally multiply the death rate of cops by about nine, whatever that number is, a huge amount that's been raised, if you, if you extrapolate out? What would, what would make it to we average maybe, maybe one a year, if that, 
to averaging, if we extrapolate this out, to 24. Huh. What what happened? Oh, right. Lockdowns. Yeah, that's what happened. Lockdowns happened. Yeah. Oh, Larry, you're going to blame lockdowns? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. If you want to blame what's happening now, what's happening now, you want to blame somebody? I know who to blame. His name's Cuomo. Her name's Hochul. His name is de Blasio. Those three people I would be blaming right now. They're the ones who made this happen. They're the ones who set this up. They're the ones that make sure there was no chance of anybody. If this guy had any chance of, of, of being, you know, of, of, of getting better, if that was possible, they made sure it wasn't, if it was possible. And if it wasn't possible, they didn't keep him in jail. Either way, you want to blame somebody? I gave you three names. Blame them. It's their fault. That's the difference between 2014 and 2021. That's the difference. Lockdowns. Six years before 2020, we averaged less than a cop dying per year in New York City. New York City, with a 40,000 strong police force, less than one a year was killed by, by someone else. They shot themselves a couple of times. That's, that sounds horrible, but that's what happened by, by bad guys. Less than one a year average for six years. Now, in the last two years, we got six already. A four or five? Five already, I think. Five already. Already. What changed? Only that. Only that. I see it. It is without question. It is without question the lockdowns that the reasons why that's what changed, that's what happened, and no one is saying that. Instead, I got my mayor saying us versus them. I got them blaming guns, and we're going to stop gun violence, and we're going to do, we're going to make more gun laws. Because, yeah, what you see right there is already illegal in New York. Been illegal for like eight years. Been illegal. Still illegal. Super illegal. And the guy didn't seem to care, did he? Every part of that's illegal. He shouldn't have a gun. He's a felon. He can't have a gun. That gun's illegal. Those magazines are illegal. Every aspect of what you're seeing is illegal. Yet he still got it. In a city with the the harshest gun laws in the nation, he still got it, and he killed cops with it. Does it make you think maybe the gun laws don't work? Maybe. And that when you make all those gun laws, all they're going to do is make people who want to defend themselves worse off? Maybe. Just saying, now we have to call the cops because we can't have our own guns. I said for the, the bad guys. The bad guys who have four, five, six convictions, those guys have the guns. The regular people don't. I, I, I don't know. I don't I don't know why this is an issue. It drives me crazy to even imagine it. Let me grab some of your, your comments. Shelly says, I don't think I can stand to hear more about cop shot, but their families need our support right now as by political views. The media divides us to them. The end results, more death. Yes. Yes. Exactly correct. These are in our communities. We have to make better communities. And I also, I don't want cops doing everything. Why are cops doing everything? Cops can't, they're not magic. They're just people trying to do a job. I don't want cops doing everything. Cops are doing what they're good at individually, too, which is why you break the police force up into groups. Guys and gals who are better at X do X. Guys and gals who are better at Y do Y. Way better. Way better. 
Yes. So Shelley goes on, compare cops murdered during domestic violence calls versus any other calls. Now between that family court saves lives. Ooh. Family court decisions own a great deal of responsibility for street violence. Shelly, you're right. I bring this up all the time. We have better family courts. It fixes everything. Family courts should be. It is not in our broken world. But it should be the number one most important court of them all. If we have stronger families, we will have less criminals and less violence. If we have stronger families. If we have weaker families, we will have more crime. Larry, how can you say that? Because ask anyone who's been in prison, whether you're a, a CO or you've been an inmate, what is what is every prison in America filled with? Fatherless men. Filled with them. Filled with them. Fatherless men. But Larry, what about women? Minuscule amount of women in prison compared to men. Was it nine, nine, 10 to 1, something like that? Far more men. And f- most of them, vast majority, fatherless. So, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. So, uh, Gregory says, cops out there earning the hate. They're road pirates. They're not earning death, man. They're not. They're not earning death. You be pissed off at cops? I don't, I don't like when cops give me tickets either. I'm with you. I'm pissed off at cops too. I don't want them dead. They're not, they're not earning death. They're not earning that. They're earning me being pissed off because they gave me a ticket. Yes, they earned that. Not death. They're not. So... Liberty uh, or death says all of Kathy's mass mandates in public and schools, et cetera, were just ruled unconstitutional by Nassau County Supreme Court. I'm not s- surprised by that at all. It doesn't mean she'll stop. She, that's yeah. They're all getting ruled. Uh, yeah, doesn't mean they'll stop. And here's the worst part. Let's say all of a sudden they stop. She says, okay, none. I live in New York city. They're masking up anyway. They're mad. They're mad. Yes. So, all right. Um, let's see. Go down here. Red Red Vape says, "Could this be partially attributed to the new soft on crime DA Brad?" Um, I don't think so. Um, I think this guy got out before Bragg. Now, will Bragg make things worse? Probably yes. But this specific thing, I don't think we can attribute it to. To we can probably attribute it to that movement, but not to him specifically. That probably would not be fair. Just, I'm trying to be fair to, to the guy. I'm sure he'll give me a reason to be mad at him, but I, I don't think that's the issue. So uh, what is the news blaming it on? Guns. Always about guns. Always about guns. Yes. So Craig says, unfortunately, individual schools probably keep the charade going for fear of setting the order, similar to Carhartt keeping vaccine men. Yes, I, I think you're right. A lot of people will do it. Yes, absolutely. So... James says, what do you think of Justin Amash's tweet about looking for people to join his political team? Do you think he's getting ready to run for president? Here's hoping he is. Um, I don't know. He has not let me in on any secret. So I I don't, um, he has not told me. I hope he is too. That would be amazing. I hope he is running. That'd be great. I hope he's running. Um, I think he's popular. Um, He'll bring a lot of press to us. Um, Yes. So I I hope that's true, but I actually don't know. I wish I had some inside baseball. Um, I don't have any. So maybe. I hope so also. It'd be great. It would be great. So yes. Um, hold on. Uh, Pete says, we should not be involved in any future war in Ukraine. Let me walk down that Ukraine road. I know we're talking about uh, cops, and I'll, I'll, bring, I'll go back to it, but let me answer Pete's question. Why should we go in to Ukraine 
or send them weapons or send them guns or whatever the case may be? Why should we punish the Russians? All those things. And I would say, can you find a moral reason to help? I think you could. I think you could find a moral reason to help. But if you justify it morally, don't you have to justify it morally throughout the world? There are at least probably six to eight similar situations happening throughout the world. Maybe more. I just top my head thinking probably six or eight. Maybe a dozen, maybe more. Do we then have to act on all of them or do we pick specific ones? If we pick specific ones, then we have to actually explain why this specific one matters, right? Like, for example, say you wanted to stop the problems in Guatemala because you're worried about Guatemalans coming to America. At least that would make some sense where I could get that. At least that would be a logical argument. It's not just ethical and moral, but there's also some some issue you can see that affects us directly. Okay, maybe I maybe I could buy that, right? That at least would make some sense. I see none of that in Ukraine. Not that I want Ukraine to fall. I don't. But let's say Ukraine does not fall. It stays. In fact, it beats the Russians and pushes the Russians out and reclaims its full integri- uh, you know, territorial integrity. How does that affect us, Pete? Doesn't. At all. It and let's say Ukraine collapses completely, surrenders to the Russians, it becomes absorbed into the Russian Empire. Both, both extremes. I'm going extreme on purpose, right? Extreme number one, they kick the Russians out and they get all their territory back. Okay, good for them, but okay. The reverse, they completely collapse and they become part of the Russian Empire. O- okay. Bad for them. Correct. Bad for the people who die fighting in the in the battle. The Russian soldiers and Ukrainian soldiers. Neither of them want to be doing this, I'm sure. They're stuck in the middle of it like any other soldier is stuck. So them, them and their families are, are trashed. How's it affect us? It doesn't. It doesn't. Larry, you saying you don't care. I'm not saying I don't care. That is not true. No. What I'm saying is I'm not prepared for more Americans to die in someone's civil war. I'm just not. I'm not. We have enough problems. We're almost in a virgin civil war here. And so now you want us to go fight over there? No. You know who that might affect? The Germans, the Poles might affect them, right? Russian oil and gas going into Germany, right? Going into Poland. Poland's on the border. Belarus, the troops in Belarus on the border of Poland. These guys might care. So you know who should step in? Those guys. They should step in. It affects them directly. Those Ukrainians start flooding over the border. They're going to Poland. They're going to Germany. That's where they're going. They're going to get millions of Ukrainian refugees into their countries. They should care. It makes sense for them to step in. And what do they want to do? Nothing. You may not know that. The Germans don't want to. They're like, it's fine. Whatever. Just don't stop the gas coming. We're good. Whatever. Poles. Whatever. Just don't invade us. We're good. They don't care. They don't care. And they're the ones who will have a take in the refugees. They're the ones who have a chance of of things getting screwed up and their energy getting screwed up and their their gas prices doubling, tripling, quadrupling. They will have an actual impact in this war. And they don't care. Why in the world should we be involved? Haven't we learned our lesson? We haven't won a war in, what, 70, 80 years? When do we learn our lesson? Let's stop fighting these dumb wars. They don't matter. 
And then when our vets come back, we're going to treat them like we always do, like garbage. We'll go, yeah, USA, USA. We'll spend more money over there. And Pete, you'll be saying we'll be 30 trillion, 40 trillion, 50 trillion dollars, whatever it'll be. Who knows what trillions it'll be by then? And we're going to spend some of the money over there to just make Russians unhappy. To just make Russians unhappy. I don't care if Russians are unhappy. I would like them to be happy if they could be. But if they're not, what are you going to do? I'm not Russian. I don't mean to be mean. I mean to be practical and realize that the cost that we will pay in lives, in blood, in treasure, in pain, in tears, not for Ukraine. And And I'm telling you this as a former Marine who literally would have given his life if I, when, when, when I was in, who would have ordered men to their death, who would, who would have gone, who would, I would have gone to my death upon orders. I would have done so. And I would have ordered men to their death. That's what I would have done. And I know there are hundreds of thousands of Marines and millions of, of, of soldiers, sailors, and airmen who would do exactly the same thing. I know they would. For Ukraine, don't do that. If you're going to lay your life down, I don't want you to, but if you're going to, or get smashed up and get PTSD or TBI or lose a limb. Damn it, do it for America. If you're going to do it, please don't. But if you're going to, do it for America. I would still do it now. If I thought Ukrainians or Russians were coming over the border, if I had to leave my legs in, the, in, in Broadway in New York City, I would. To this day, and I'm an old man, I would still do it. And I would still do it. Not for Ukraine. No. I hope it doesn't make me feel or seem cruel or heartless but this is something I have to fix. If I could, what I would be doing is exactly the reverse of what we're doing. We are shaking at the saber and, and all those things. I've been exactly the opposite. And I mean the opposite. I'd be telling Putin, we, we already have punished him for other things he's done. And it doesn't work ever. We're going to punish him harder because that works. It's never worked. I'd say the opposite. I'd say, dude, can you let somebody come up with a peace treaty both you could sign and I'll undo all of the damage. I do the opposite, Pete. If I'm president, I find, I don't know, maybe the Norwegians or someone that both of them aren't mad at, right? Not Americans, because we're obviously biased. Find the Norwegians or the Swiss or the I don't know, Swedes. I don't care. You you pick some country, the Lithuanians. Well, they don't like the Russians, so maybe not them. Anyway, the Portuguese, whatever. Hey, can you come in? Let's negotiate this thing. We'll back it. And the second it's signed, whatever the agreement is, we will release all the all the stuff we did to you for the Crimea stuff. It's all forgiven. It's all forgiven. Get your money back. Get your money back. I do the opposite. The stick doesn't work with them. Give them the carrot. This is just common sense. But we can't do that because people go, oh, you're you're weak on Russia. I don't care if you think I'm weak on Russia. I'm not scared of Russia. Russia, I mean, to be forward, it's a second-rate power. It, the reason why it's powerful is it has nuclear weapons. You take away nuclear weapons? I don't know. How powerful are they? Without nuclear weapons, there are a bunch of people who are angry in the cold. That's all they are. I don't mean to be mean. I'm just tell you the truth. Their economy is the same as what, Texas. Like Texas is the same economy as the entire country. The, 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 nuclear weapons is why they're powerful. So don't worry about those nuclear weapons because they can't nuke us because we'll nuke them. So walk away. It's just not worth it. So anyway, um, that's my opinion on that. Some people don't believe it, but that's my opinion. So, all righty. Let's see. Um, let's see here. Logic says, I guess the microphone forms a protective bubble from the vid around the uh, whoever's standing at the mic. Y- you know it's just show anyway. I mean, we know this already. Yes. Gregory says, he even said it. It's us against them. Problem number one. Yes. Gregory, yes, you're right. 
100%. You are correct. Yes. Pete asks, but do you think by November there will be desperate Democrats running on anti-lockdown, anti-vax mandate platforms? Ooh, you think they'll turn around? Here's what I think, Pete. And I said this before when I was saying this. I believe it's going to be true. We'll see. I think that sometime coming up here soon, late spring, early summer, Democrats are going to declare victory and say they won because of all the mandates and they saved the world and all the evil Republicans, they were killing people. But the awesome Democrats, they were the ones who saved us all with their mandates. Without the mandates, we'd all be dead now. That's what they're that's the story they're going to tell. And they're going to push that story all the way through. If anyone else starts to do lockdowns or mandates, they're going to say we don't have to. We already won, right? We we did the thing that we told you did the thing we told you to do. So we already won. They're going to claim victory, say it was their lockdowns. It wasn't, but they will say that and then hope that the American people buy it. If the American people buy it, they're going to do well. I hope the American people don't. But if they do, that's what will happen. Yes. So Brandon says, praise the officers and their families. Yeah. I mean, I, I hate that particularly it's extra. It's always bad when people are killed always it's extra bad when they're young i mean the guy was 22 he was a rookie i mean you can imagine he's young he's he's thinking he's going to save the world trying to do the right thing trying to be a good guy keep the streets clean he's got all that energy he's going to fix things and he's gone i'm sure his parents were super proud of him Right. I'm sure his parents were just like, oh, my son, he's become a cop. He's going to save the world. I'm sure. Right. Gone for nothing because some guy didn't want to go back to jail. So he thought he'd shoot his way out. So he thought he'd shoot his way out. That, that's what this guy thought. He thought, oh, my God, I'll shoot my way out because he knew that if cops are coming after him, he's getting arrested. He didn't want to go back to jail. I'm sure that's what happened. So he thought, I'm going to shoot my way out and run. I'll escape to Pennsylvania or wherever he has family or friends, and he'll try to escape. That's I'm sure what it is what he thought. Clearly, that was stupid. It wasn't going to happen, but that's why some guy's dead now. 22 years old, dead because of that. Yes. Pete says, oh, of course, national debt, 29 trillion, 867 billion, 21 million, 509,573.92. Yes. Tim says, you think the violence against the police, as it is apparently increasing, as if the promises made and not kept. Defund the police and offer more services didn't seem to come together. Um, I think it's a part of that, Tim. What I mean by that is there wasn't any actual plan to fix anything, right? The left yelled defund the police, the right yelled back the blue. No one had any actual ways to fix it. Well, I did, except me, right? I had, I had an actual plan to make things better, right? But no one actually wanted to fix anything. Then the the uh, New York State actually defunded a billion dollars out of the police budget. The police budget, for those who don't know, in New York City, just New York City, is $6 billion. Yes, the New York City police department budget yearly is over $6 billion. They took out a billion, but they really didn't. It was symbolic to make it sound like, see, we got those cops. Because you know what cops love? Punishment. That always works. No, it doesn't work. It didn't work. If anything, just piss cops off more. That's what I want, more pissed off cops. No, not at all. This was not the right answer. There should have been actual reform. So I think there's some of that. However, the reality of it is, most of the violence now against cops is not 
targeted and planned against cops. That was happening in 2014 and 2017. People were going after the cops heavily after Eric Garner was killed. That I mean, that was a thing. Like people became physically anti-cop. They were going after cops. Cops were like being hunted. It was it was a problem. Then it just even and even with that, it wasn't as bad as it is now. Here's the worst part: when there were people hunting cops, it wasn't as bad as it is now. If that makes any sense, right? It's crazy. And the and the issue is there's just a whole lot more violence. There's a whole lot of more people who don't care. Usually, and this has changed in the last two years, Tim, usually people who will go against the cops, go against the cops don't fight back. Usually, right? Usually what would happen is the cops say, please, they drop the gun, throw the gun away, try to get hide the gun, whatever, run away. But it's rare they would actually shoot back. That was a rarity. Not anymore. Now they shoot back. Things have changed. The It's just more violent. Like, I'm not going back to jail. I'm not putting up with it. There's a lack of respect for the for the police that didn't exist several years ago. Several years ago, people talked about hunting police, but they often backed out. They chickened out. They wouldn't do it. Some did, and that's why those cops got killed. But many just backed out. They just wouldn't do like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, we could, but no, I'm not going to. Now they fight back, and that's the biggest issue. There's actually shootouts with cops. That wasn't a thing. But when did it change? 2020. 2020. The idea of cops having shootouts with, with, with suspects was super rare in New York City. Almost, almost never happened. I mean, once in a while, but almost never happened. Now, it's like every other week. Maybe I'm exaggerating. But it, uh, let me say this. It feels like every other week. It may not actually be any every week. But, man, it feels like there's a shootout every other week with cops. So I don't know if that's actually true. It just feels that way to me being a New York City resident. That's how I feel. And that was not a thing. So I don't think the violence is necessarily because of the defund or the services, but that would have helped is my point. And if they would have done the repair that I talked about, for sure in this case, it couldn't have been worse. It might've been better. My reform was actual reform, Tim. It was actual reform. Jack says, problem is a uh, problem. Problem to add is New York and New York City's in sync gun control. Yes. They find the gun and he's facing hard felony time. He was going to prison either way. See, Jack, you just brought up a, wow, very valid point. Very valid point. Every one of this guy's arrests, the exception of when he fought the cop, which is because he's being arrested, was possession. The guy never really assaulted cops. Never went after cops in the past. If you saw his rap sheet, I showed it to you, right? It was possession of uh, narcotics. Possession. Possession of a gun, right? Possession. He wasn't doing anything. He physically had it, which is why you hear me say all the time, possession should never be a crime. You should do something, threaten somebody, threaten to take something, take something, brandish. These are all crimes, right? And that should be a crime. But I have the thing. Why is it a crime? It is. He knows that. He went to jail for, in his mind, again, in his mind, doing nothing. In his mind, he went to jail for doing nothing. I had some I had some drugs on me, so I had a gun on me. I wouldn't shoot nobody. That's what he was thinking. I'm sure you felt that. So now he's got two cops. He got and he got an illegal gun. He knows he's going to jail. He knows he's going to jail. And he's already been a felon. He's going to jail 20 years. He's 47. You're right, Jack. You're right. Imagine if he if he thought he could have talked his way out. He didn't believe he could have talked his way out. And that was my point about having a social worker there. The social worker, hopefully, if they're skilled, they're able to get this guy to understand how to talk his way out of this. That literally is their skill set. Philly family, 
family, if you, if you remember, I was talking family, have chaplains show up. <laughs> have a chaplain show up. And you might say, well, wait a minute, he might shoot a chaplain. He might, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. He shoots cops. He might shoot a chaplain. But you know this. In our culture, we don't want to shoot clergy. Like, it's, we just don't want, it's like bad. You don't shoot clergy, right? The clergy, you don't shoot them. We don't, I mean, there's laws against that in uh, in, in the, uh, in war, right? There's laws against shooting the chaplain, right? I mean, that's something we want to do socially. Could he? Of course. But again, you have a chaplain there. All I'm saying is the odds are it would have been better than it was in reality. What ha- actually happened. So, but it's a valid point. Thank you, Jack. Susan says, this is such a sad story. Pretty sure the biggest issue on this particular domestic, three very new Nazis and cops, one young or a new cop should be with seasoned, more experienced. I would have made the family bring the guy out of the room. Oh, see, Susan? See, this is my point. Susan's thinking. Thank you. A brilliant point, right? Why would you go confront a guy if you know he's aggressive, right? Of course. And before, I wouldn't have either. If it were me, I would have asked him to come out. I would have asked him politely to come out. Hey, can we hear your side of the story? We just heard your mom talk. Can you come out? Can we hear your side of the story? That's probably what I would have done. Now, might he have shot me? Maybe. I might have still, I might have still got shot. You might have got shot too, Susan. Who knows? But for sure, there were better ways that would have, been, that would have lessened the odds of anybody being shot. Maybe he had to come out without the gun. He might have left the gun in the room and come out just talking. Hey, you want to talk, cops? I don't got to jail. I don't have a gun. That might have happened. Very valid point. I'm glad you you actually put yourself in that spot and thought about how you would act. And I think when I think about it now, I probably would have called him out. But you said, had the family bring him out. I would have been worried that if I put the family in there, he takes them hostage or refuse to come out and have to go in with multiple people, ambush. I would have been worried about that. So I probably wouldn't have asked the family to bring him out. But that would have worked better. I probably would have asked him to come out. Still, well done. Well done. Pete says, we do not have a revenue problem. We have a spending problem. Very true. Shelly says, the cops are already trained and talking people down away from violence. Yes, Shelly, but I think Susan's point is valid. There's an experience level in dealing with people who are dealing with problems, trauma, things like that, that you just can't get through training at 22. You, you just can't. You you have to be able to have been dealing with these people. A more seasoned cop might have known better how to handle that. A seasoned chaplain would have known, you know, okay, what did she say? What's going on? There, there's a bit of, you know, there's value to gray hair, Shelly. You know it. There's some value to this, some of that gray hair. And I think, yes, but I think Susan's value, uh, Susan's point is a valid point. You, you would have wanted someone a bit more experienced who'd been through this before. Absolutely. Tim says, what about how we're treating the children in school? Does that contribute to the increase in violence? Without question, yes. Without question, yes. This guy shooting cops is a rarity. What do I mean by that? He's 47. That's rare. Look at the violence in New York City, Tim. They're all 16, 17, 20, 19. They're all kids. I shouldn't say kids. You're 20, you're an adult, but you know. I'm old, so I'll call them kids. Don't be mad at me. But they're, they're younger. How about that, right? How about how they're, they're younger? So, yeah, this guy's a rarity when it comes to this kind of gun violence. Usually, it's the youth that is, young men. I mean, 99% of the time, it's a young man. And when I say young, I mean under 25, doing something like this, right? Being more reckless, showing that he's super cool, whatever. And they're not in school, right? Why would they go? They're not in school. We shut the schools down. 
the lockdowns decided, well, let's 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 put all these young men on the streets unemployed. And the gangbanger said, thank you. Oh, my God. Raw recruits. So you've given me raw recruits and then expand the black market. Done and done. I am very happy to increase my gang and increase gang violence. And they did. The government set this up to increase gang violence and it worked. So, yes, I think there is part of that. Yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Keith the Clown says cops are a bad idea. Escalation. It's true. Many of them are not that good at it. They're not taught that. If you watch a lot of the training, the cops, most cops are trained to keep themselves, themselves safe first. Absolutely first over everything. Chaplains are taught the opposite. The opposite. They they put themselves in harm's way on purpose to show vulnerability so that they don't so that they can the best chance of de-escalating. Many of them literally put themselves in very dangerous positions, right? So it's a, it's the opposite thought process. So I think it's very hard for cops to be good at that. Compared, com, I'm sorry, not not that true. Compared to, right? Compared to a chaplain, it's hard. That's, yes, he goes on. So what? He had a gun, black market. Really, no such thing. Well, yes. Chad says, absolutely agree with that. Long before the Rona, we shot on campus with the FFA when I was in school. Crazy stuff happened far less. If you treat children like criminals, eventually someone's not acting like it. Yes. Right. Yes. We, you've seen this before, right? Remember that? Was it the, the Stanford experiment? Am I getting it right? I think that's correct, right? Where they, you know, they randomly picked people for guards and randomly picked people for prisoners and they started acting out the roles and it was just all like acting. And they still acted the, it, it all out. Oh, it was terrible. Absolutely, Chad. Yes. David says a 40 round pistol magazine. Yes, they exist. And well, they can't exist because they're illegal in the, in America, in New York. So clearly nobody would bring it in. It's against the law, David. So that was obviously a lie because he's not going to break the law, would he? So Yes. Um, John says, I support the mayor going door to door to find those guns. See, there's the issue, John. I get the emotion behind that. I really do. I get the emotion, particularly when you start feeling vulnerable in the city and you can't have your own gun. And if someone were to come into your house with that kind of gun, what are you going to do? I, I, I do get the emotion. But once you start doing that, why in the world would you want to have a bunch of cops going door to door? Are they going to go in everybody's neighborhood? They'll go in certain neighborhoods. And you have the war on drugs all over again. You've got stop and frisk all over again. You've got a bunch of cops who are scared. You're looking. You're a cop. You're going in looking for guns. How are you going to go in? Hi, sir. How are you? Can we have a conversation? No. You're kicking in doors and opening up beds and and tables and looking in places. That would be a disaster. I get your emotion. Man, would that be a disaster? Such a that would be nothing but bad. There would be so many more dead police because there'd be a bunch of gangbangers saying, I'm not giving up my guns at all. So I guess I'm shooting cops. He's shown you that he would do that. That's the problem. So yeah. Yeah. Um Benjamin says they pictured a drum mag. Yeah, it was. It was for it was a drug mag. It was. Absolutely. Yes. Craig says, need body cam footage and a full investigation of the call. Also, this gun was not in the street. They're going to implement cell searches in apartments to find contraband. Yes, right. But here's the problem, right? Once you have it to where it's government housing, they probably can. There's probably some rule that says, well, it's government housing, so we can go into your apartments and check for guns. I'm sure it's probably something. So who's in government housing? Poor people. 
So who are you going to punish? Poor people. Just punishes poor people. Yes. Logic says, that speech was so much the same Dem status quo nonsense. Sadly, you are correct. Yes, you are absolutely correct. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. Hit it with a stick, more gun laws, federal government give us more money, nothing's going to change. They won't hit the, the big issue. The lockdowns that started the black market is the reason why that cop is dead. That's the reason. I said it before and I'll say it again. The lockdowns that created this environment that got people going nuts over defund the police, that got people going crazy over the black market, that's why that cop is dead. That's the reason why that one shot and may die. That's the reason. You want to blame somebody? I got the people to blame. I got three people for you to blame. 100%. Blame them. Cuomo, Hochul, de Blasio. Blame them. They are the reason. They didn't have to do this. We're not seeing this in other places, are we? Well, I'm sorry. Otherwise, they don't have lockdowns. We're not seeing this kind of violence in Florida, are we? Not to this level. Nowhere near. Of course not. Why? Because they're living their life. That's the reason. They're living their life. We're not. That's the reason. Yes. Joe has a solution. He says it. Put the guns in jail. See? Hashtag you're welcome. Thank you, Joe. Why don't people listen to you? Joe's right. You put the guns in jail, they can't shoot people. He's right. Valid point. Yes. All right. Um... Let's see here. Um, Tim says, let's be honest. Police are being forced to arrest unvaccinated children at a museum, people in restaurants. The government response to COVID has has to play, play a role. Yes, yes, and yes. Yes, yes, and yes, Tim. You are on the money. 100% yes. 100% yes. Joel says, we need more gun laws to fight gun violence. Then it'll be illegaler. That'll teach them. See, Joel? You're right. That'll teach them. More gun laws and... Mm. Yes, stuff happens. Correct. Joe says two more gun laws to flatten the curve. Just two, and then we're done. That's all it takes. Absolutely. Yes. Laura says, what you see right there is the New York mayor continuing to divide people. Yeah. It's 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 the wrong, it's the wrong thing. We have a community problem. This was a family. Disturbing. This wasn't gang violence going after cops. And they're tr- my problem is they're treating it like as if this guy was like, hey, 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 let me go outside and kill cops. He wasn't doing that. He was having his own issues with his mom and his brother and thought it was okay to shoot cops. That's a problem. Don't get me wrong. This is a different problem. And we can't treat it like he was going after cops. And again, I, I get why people feel because there was a time in New York City when that was happening. Like that's that's not a, a fantasy. That's a real thing. There were people ambushing cops in New York City. That was a thing. So I get why they would think that. It's not crazy. It was a thing. It's not this. And that's the issue. It's not this. So Tim says law-abiding citizens will obey gun laws. Hmm? Logic says, eh, criminals never cared about following the law or the uh, or the punishment for having guns. So yes. Why do the Dems keep pushing the same useless tactics as if they're going to work this time? Because they don't have any answers, logic. There are no weapons. There are none. Ka says, the less weapons the people have, the more defenseless they will be against any government. That's true. The Second Amendment is one of the greatest things about America. No argument from me. No argument from me. Joe, Joe, you got all the answers tonight. Joe says there should be a law banning men. 
instant 90% reduction in crime. You're not wrong. That's an that's a totally accurate state. You got all the answers, man. Like we got it. Will we please? Will you guys in Florida please like this man? He's got all the answers. First off, you put the guns in jail. Second, you ban men. Done and done. Done and done. Safe for society, just like that. Eh, he's got. He's not wrong. Absolutely true. Yes. Tim says the government and its response to COVID has broken the minds, hearts, and souls of so many people. It's a little straight line to disaster. Again, yes, yes, and yes. 100%. Yes. So, William says, Howdy, Larry, leaving New York City of Pennsylvania. Aw, yeah, I know. It's You're not the only person. Registered Libertarian in PA. Hope the city and state can find its way to liberty. Me too. I hope they can too, William. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Joe says, Larry, when I talked with voters who bring up education as a concern, I will sometimes bring up a brilliant idea I had about making 11th and 12th graders optional and allow students to use the same taxpayer money to use for a trade. Feel free to use my idea for your campaign for Governor New York. What would I do without you, Joe? You're amazing. I think we'll call it maybe the K through 10 plan. We'll try that. Well done. Yes. The Nooner Eclipse. How are you, sir? Says, Larry, blame the blame lays with corrupt politicians just as cops because they write BS laws to enforce to control. Dominate the population. Plus corrupt DAs, judges go along to serve the political elite class. So what you're saying, it's a, it's systemic. I agree. This is, the environment was set for this to happen. We could have changed the environment where this probably wouldn't have happened. Look, can you guarantee that a cop wouldn't be killed? You can't. It's a job that sometimes cops can be killed. It sucks. It's like being in the military. So you're going to take casualties. It sucks. But don't we want the least amount of cops to be killed? Then what the absolute minimum? I would like that. I'd like the absolute. If we're back to one every couple years, again, if if that's the family of that cop, that is going to hurt. I get it. I'm talking as a system. I want the least chance for anybody to be killed to include cops. So let's have a change in system so that when a cop is killed, it's super rare. I would like that. I think it'd be super rare. Like, oh my God, that happened? What are you, nuts? That's what I would like to happen. I want to be, I want to be that rare. We, we can, that we think it's a lie. That's what I want. But you're right. It's, just, it's a system. The system is all about setting it up to make things bad. Desperate people do desperate things. So when you make people desperate, they act desperately. And when you punish them more, they become more desperate. So they act more desperately. Well, Larry, you're just saying that. No, it's called the war on drugs. We've watched it. We've watched the war on drugs. Make people even more desperate and act even more desperately. We keep watching it. The movie, we're watching the movie now. Yes. Tom says, don't mean to change the subject, but did you hear the Supreme Court in New York struck down mass mandates in schools? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And again, I, I, I'm glad. I doesn't mean it's over, though. Doesn't mean it's over. But yes, I am glad, of course. Yes. So, uh, Wayne says, well, if Ukraine falls, who will pay hundred millions? And don't forget laws of 10% for the big guy. You know, if he would say that, I'd respect it more. I would. I'd respect it more. At least to be honest, like, look, I got cash in Ukraine, man. We can't let Ukraine go. I got tons of money in there. You're protecting your bank. Okay. I wouldn't like it, but at least I could get it, right? William, if he would say, look, that's my bank. <laughs> I'm getting 10% off the top. I can't let them. 
That's my money. I got to protect my money. At least I get it. I still disagree, but at least it makes sense. So, Joe, $2 trillion more to flatten the curve. That's all it takes. Just two more trillion. Pete, don't go crazy. It's just two trillion more. That's all. Joe says, we're not going to have a civil war here. Half the people in this country think illegal immigrants are trying to kill everyone, while the other half thinks anyone unvaccinated or unmasked is trying to kill everyone. And no one's doing a damn thing to take up any arms against any of them. Huh. I, I, I hope you're right. I like, I like how you think. That is, that's a good way of thinking it. I like that. I think I'm going to take that. Mike says, decriminalizing drugs, at the very least, like Portugal did two days ago, would prevent this kind of crime in New York City. Ukraine doesn't need to be part of NATO. Um, nice to touch both of them, and I will, I will add both of those. Yes, right? Decriminalization is key. Sadly, a lot of America's not ready for it, Mike. Um, I am, but a lot of Americans aren't. I would start with the most basic. Let's take cannabis off schedule one. Let's, let's take that first step. Let's do that. We can't get a Democrat to do that. In theory, the Democrats should have done that a long time ago. Obama should have done it. Clinton should have done it. Right? I mean, should have. Clearly, Clinton was a drug warrior. But in theory, Mike, Democrat Clinton should have pulled it off. No. Obama said he should smoke weed in school, picks up a smoking weed in high school. Take it off schedule one. Clearly, it's not that. You you admitted to smoking it, doing it. So it's not. Didn't do it. Trump didn't do it. Trump, more Republicans, Republicans tend to be against that stuff. So that's fine. That's not expected. But he was a rebel. He could have done it. He didn't do it. Now, Biden. Biden's Mr. Democrat. Well, nobody. Let's start with that. What you're asking for, I agree with. I'm just saying right now, America is nowhere near ready for. We still have cannabis on Schedule 1. Let's make that first step. I agree. Ukraine doesn't need to be part of NATO. I agree completely. We don't need to be part of NATO. We don't need to be part of it. Why are we part of NATO? For what? So we can spend more money? Do you know the actual reason why we're part of NATO? Anybody know why? It's the military-industrial complex. They have to buy our stuff. This is true. Some of you may not know this. When, when you join NATO, you buy our old airplanes. So, yeah, it's military-industrial complex. That's all it is. Yeah, we, they want – Ukraine doesn't need to be part of NATO at all. But Ukraine is good if it is because then it could buy all the American-made goods, which – why do we care? See, this is the problem. And I'm going to say something that sounds crazy. Why is the American government involved in arms dealing? Why is arms dealing even a problem? Why do you care? I don't care. If, you, if, if, if the manufacturers of AR-15s or M-16s want to sell guns to Ukraine, okay. What do I care? Just pay your sales tax. <laughs> right? What do I care? But yeah, you're right. There's no need for us to be in NATO Ukraine doesn't need to be in NATO either. Now, of course, if you're Ukraine, if you are care about independence in your own country, of course you want to be part of NATO because you don't want Russia invading you. You want them to be scared of everyone fighting them. So, of course, I'm not mad at Ukraine for wanting to be part of NATO. Makes total sense. If I was Ukrainian, I'd want to be part of it too. Of course I would. Makes total sense. But not for us. Why are we doing that? Why are we? That doesn't make any sense to us. But for them, I would. If I if I was the president of Ukraine, I'd be all about it. I'm not. So yes, Chile says, "When was the last time we had a legitimate war, as in congressional direction of war? World War II. The last time the United States declared war, I believe it was 1942, 
and it was against three of Germany's allies, Bulgaria, Romania, and Hungary. We never declared war against Finland, who was also a German ally, but the Finns only joined the war because they hate Russians. So they joined, um, they joined the Germans to get back uh, to fight the Russians because the Russians had beat them in a, in a war about six years earlier, I think, 1938, if, if I'm not mistaken. Some of you, I'm sure, will correct me. I think the Finno-Russian Russo War was 1938. I think that's correct. And the Russians beat them, took some land. The Finns were pissed off. So when the Germans invaded, they were like, can we get in on this? We want our land back. And the Finns jumped on board to beat the Russians back. I to get your land back. So America never declared war on Finland. They only declared war on Bulgaria, Romania, and Hungary. And I, would th- I think it was 42. I have been 43, but I'm pretty sure it was 42. And they did it because they wanted to bomb. They did it because they want the, the Germans were pulling troops and oil out of Romania. And the Americans wanted to bomb the oil resources. So they had to declare war on Romania. They couldn't bomb them. See, there's time, Shelly. We couldn't bomb people unless we declared war on them first. I know crazy, right? Not, not being able to bomb anybody unless the Congress declares war on them. That kind of makes sense to me. That's out the window. But that's the last time. We actually had to declare war in Romania so we could bomb the Romanian oil fields. There were oil fields. In the, I still be oil fields in Romania. I actually don't know. I assume they still are. But um, they were, the oil fields were coming out, um, were su- supplying the German war machine. So we wanted to bomb them. Yes. Um, yes. Sean says, with the UK recently abandoning COVID restrictions, do you see the US following suit? Yes. Just simply have to. They have to. Yes. 100%. So Chip says, Tsar Putin wants Kiev because that's where the Eastern Church was founded. He wants people to see him as the keeper of the faith. But I always thought the Eastern Church, the homeland St. Petersburg, right? Formerly Leningrad. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Ka says, Larry, the sign-on bonuses right now are crazy. Reminds me of Iraq. The military completely uh, threw out its criteria goes desperate for boots. Yeah, that that's another issue, right? The 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 military has had to to change its criteria uh, because many, sadly, many young Americans don't fit the criteria anymore. We're overweight. We have convictions. We do drugs. Military's been against all those three things. Couldn't be overweight. Couldn't do drugs. Couldn't have convictions, right? That was a thing back in the day. Not anymore. Now it's hi. Are you prepared to go? Yes. You're hired. That's kind of how they're doing it now. They're, they're changing a lot. You're totally right. Yes. NATO should negotiate a peace treaty. Stop. Stop. Red says, I agree, Larry. Uh, and uh, I'm a combat vet to the tour in Afghanistan. Glad I got out there before Biden's debacle of getting us out. Yes, absolutely. William says, I'd pull all troops home, build bases to house them along the southern border, close all bases, leave troops in South Korea, but nowhere else. I'm with you. I'd pull my South Korea too. I'm with you, David, right? Look. William, the, the reality of it is there are there are people who are a bit more rabid than I am, and they want to just bring all troops home and discharge them right away. I don't. I think you don't you can't discharge them right away. You let their contracts run out, right? You just you just don't renew the contract, right? So if you sign for four years and you're one year or two years in, and then you come up, I'm not gonna discharge you because you don't have a job, you don't have a plan. So I'm gonna let you know, hey. Corporal, Lance Corporal, Private, whatever. Look, you're not going to be reenlist. So prep yourself. Next two, three years, you have to get out. And now that that guy or gal can begin to, to to fix that. I think it's a great idea. That's why I have the same idea. You bring them along the border, have them help support the border uh, patrol 
until their contracts run out. I love the idea. I think it's great. But I'd pull them out of South Korea too. All of them. South Korea will be fine. South Korea will be fine. They're not getting invaded. They'll be fine. No worries whatsoever. And they make all the cool stuff. Everybody will defend them. They'll be fine. I'm not going to get rid of K-pop. Kidding me? How many weebs run over there and fight to get K-pop back? No way. Anyway. So, yes. All right. Johnson says, uh, individuals fight, governments have wars. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Um, Brennan says, thank you for speaking out against violence, Larry. It's never right to endorse violence on any end of the political spectrum. Agreed. Agreed. 100%. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Larry says, one of my buddies at the Freedom Valley on Elmwood Avenue outside uh, U of R. Oh, is that right? Was wearing your button, Larry. See that? Rock and rolling. People know who I am. I love it. Mike says, agree, Larry. Democrats will claim video of COVID with their tyranny, even though the lockdown narrative is crumbling in general in the UK. Yes, they, they will just ignore reality. They will ignore reality. They'll push this narrative and hope it sticks. And they'll have all the mainstream media push the narrative and they'll hope that it will stick. And to be forward, Mike, if it doesn't stick, they're in big trouble. They're going to get trashed in November if this narrative does not stick. But they're going to hope they stick it. And if it does work well, they'll do better. That's their goal. Their goal is to make this narrative stick. Absolutely. John says, what are your thoughts on Taiwan and China? Can we do anything to help Taiwan realistically? Nothing. We should go to war. To be forward, I brought this up before and I'll say it again. I don't want China to take over Taiwan. I think it's a terrible idea. I am not prepared myself to die for Taiwan either or to send my children to fight for Taiwan. I don't think the Taiwanese are either. Here is my prediction on Taiwan. Within the next 10 years or so in that area, maybe 20, but I think probably more like 10, Taiwan is going to agree via treaty to become part of China, just like Hong Kong. That's what that's my, that's what is going to happen. I think the Taiwanese, when, when China decides, whenever that time is, we want Taiwan now. Whenever that time is, and we will invade them if need be, we will bomb them if need be. We will physically put 10 million Chinese troops onto the island of Taiwan if if need be. When they decide that, Taiwan's going to realize, I don't want my island bombed to the ground. I don't want ashes because China will be happy to take Taiwan as a pile of ashes. I'm not joking. They will take Taiwan as a pile of ashes and go, see that? Told you. This is now our pile of ashes. And Taiwan, the Taiwanese people know that. So does America. I know it. China will take it as a pile of ashes. No, They will do scorched earth and not feel a thing. That's a problem. So are you prepared to fight over a pile of ashes? I'm not. I don't think Taiwan is either. I think Taiwan is going to simply agree and say, I think what we can do best is say that that's what early, earlier. Get someone to negotiate a peace and reward China for good behavior. I look at this and I use this often. When, when, when people are training killer whales, yes, killer whales, like in SeaWorld or something, they're training killer whales. They learn two things. One, ignore bad behavior and reward good behavior. Why? The last thing you want to do is be in the pool with a whale and go, bad whale bad whale. That whale will eat you. So don't yell bad whale and spank the bad whale. That's a terrible idea. You ignore the bad behavior. You reward the good behavior. 
the whale starts doing things that gets what it wants, right? It wants the fish, it wants the thing, whatever. It does it, it gets the thing, and uh, it's good. I would treat enemies like China and Russia that have nuclear weapons like a killer whale. Ignore the bad behavior, reward the good behavior. Sounds crazy, but it's it can't work any worse than what's working now. We have crappy relationships with China, crappy with Russia. Can it get worse? We in proxy was about to go to another proxy war in Ukraine, a proxy war in Taiwan. Mine can't be any worse than this. Mine seems to make sense. So I don't want to go to war. Uh, what's the old saying? You don't want to draw that pistol unless you're prepared to use it. I'm not ready. If I was prepared to send our children to die for the pile of ashes that Taiwan would be, if I was prepared for that, I'm then let's go to war. I'm not. I'm not. Would I do it to defend America? 100% yes. I said it. 100% yes. Yes. They're like, we're taking Hawaii. No, we're going to war. Sorry. Yep. A whole lot of China's going to die. So I can tell you. You ain't taking, you're not taking Hawaii. A whole lot of China's going to die. And you're not going to take Hawaii. So lots of you are going to die, and you're not taking Hawaii. Taiwan, I'm not prepared to die over that. I'm not. And I would never send, I would never order someone to their death or possible death, if I wouldn't be a pet to die myself. I say it all the time. I can't point my finger at you until I point my finger at me first. And if I wouldn't be prepared to do that, why would I send you? So, yes. Um, Tim says, Eric Garner helped me be a libertarian. Yes, it was one of the saddest things I've ever seen. 100%. Yes. Joe says, $6 billion a year for NYPD. Yes, indeed. Yes, it is. Larry, when are we hitting the campaign trail? Ah, great question. Um, I have been focusing on on making connections and raising money, and it's cold in January. So um, I will be going to uh, the New York Libertarians uh, convention February 20th. That's next month, the 20th. And assuming that I get the nomination, I hope I do, uh, we'll hit the campaign trail right after that. So that should... That answer your question, I hope. Yes. Mike says, exactly. Possession should never be a crime. Yes. Ed says, Tim has a point with promises not kept. We can probably add a few things to the violent societies in New York. Poor economy. Yes. Stress from government intervention related to COVID. Yes. Pushing victimless crimes on not so bad citizens. Yes. The list of stressors goes on. Oh, I like that. The list of stressors. Ed, that's good. I'm going to use that. The, the list of stressors. And I probably give you no credit for it. Just saying. I like that. The list of stressors. We add so many of them that people now act out accordingly. Yeah, it makes sense. Yes. So, all right. Um, let's see here. All right. Um, the Stanford experiment. Thank you. That's what it was. I thank you for that, Dave. I, I, you got me. You, you read my mind. That's what it was. Yes. It was an utter failure. Those in positions of authority abuse their authority. Uh, if I remember the story right, they actually had to, they had, it was supposed to go for like two weeks or something or whatever. And they, they ended it at like three days or so, something like that. I'm, I'm making up time frames, but whatever the time frame was, they had to end it early because it was so bad. It was like, stop, end it. It was so bad. Yes. Shelly says children are being uh, acclimated to prison life. Wow. You're right. Criminals don't like the prison. The children will grow tolerant prisons because of the way they're being treated in schools. I wish you were wrong, Shelly. I wish you were wrong. I saw it in my own kid. I pulled my kid out of school because she was in prison. Yes, absolutely. 
Hundred percent. All right. Uh, Bernard said the schools are using LSSPs. Bernard, I don't know what LSSPs are as paper pushers uh, when they should slash need to be working to improve our students via counseling sessions. Children are really lacking in social skills and it's getting worse. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. And this is one of the stressors that I was talking about. One of the stressors is not being able to get out what you're trying to say. Communicate well. Have friends. Have relationships. We are social creatures. It's human nature. Some of us only like to have one or two friends. Some of us like to have dozens of friends. Depends on who we are, what we want to, who we want to be with, all that stuff. But yeah, if we can't even get one friend, that's a problem. That's a problem. Some of you guys want like 85 friends. Some of you have like one or two. It's fine. But you got to get at least one. And you're right. It's a problem. 100%. Joe says, it would take hours to find whatever kind of farm you want anywhere in the five boroughs right now. This is insane. Yeah, there's, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Joe says, what do you think of what happened on 1-6? Um, what do I think what happened? What do you think of? Oh, like, what's my opinion? It was a riot, is what it was. It was a riot. And I think they're punishing the wrong people. What do I mean by that? Um, the people who did the violent stuff should be punished. Of course, you should have done violence. The people who walked in, why the hell are you giving people four years because you walked in? It's it's a it's a they're punishing the wrong people. Those people should be just let go. Just just dude, what are you doing? Let go, go away. Now there is a there's a theory now. I don't know how true it is, but the theory now is, and the Democrats are pushing this in uh, almost every day now on TV and the TV news cycle that there was a massive conspiracy from the top to take over the government. If that is true, then you should punish those people, not the individual people who are walking around at the floor. If that's not true, you should punish nobody. Either way. The people who walked into the Capitol in 1-6, not the violent ones, shouldn't be punished. Either way, they're punishing the wrong people. If this massive conspiracy is true, you punish those people. If it's not, you punish nobody. Right? So my problem is that they're acting like 1-6, that the actual storming of the Capitol was the issue. That was a riot. It was a terrible riot, but I don't worship at the cathedral like so many people do. The symbolism to me doesn't matter. I know it sounds bad, but it doesn't. I'm like, it's another building, right? I mean, when they were burning Starbucks, that was bad too. And I know people get mad at me. The Capitol's special. I don't see it that way. And maybe I'm wrong on that. You ask my opinion, that's my opinion. It was a bad riot, and the people who did the violent stuff should be punished accordingly. People who didn't, go home. It was stupid, don't do this again. What's wrong with you? It's like the people who run around in the streets during the summer, right? Most, most of them were peaceful. But some of them were burning stuff down. Punish those guys, but the rest of them go home. Move on. And if, again, I have no idea. I'm telling you what the narrative is. The narrative is it's a massive coup that was attempt from the Trumps. If that's true, punish them. If it's not true, punish nobody. Either way, punishing the people who walk into the Capitol is unnecessary, vindictive, just makes things worse, divides us even more, has no value. Um, it's silly. And making all the the Capitol Police heroes. Why are they all heroes? They're doing a job and some of them did a good job. Some were crappy. There were some heroes, right? That one guy who was trying to like get people away. That guy was awesome. But a lot of them would just f- failed completely. I don't know why they're making them all heroes. There were some of them who were heroes. Again, there's nothing wrong with picking out people who were heroes or the people who were doing violent stuff. Pick those guys out. Okay. Reward and punish them effectively. Let the rest go away. 
So, yes. All right. Craig says, not just gangbangers shouldn't protect their guns, but previously law-abiding citizens just want to be left alone. Yes. Yes, very true. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Robert says, I commute to Rochester every day while listening to the radio to find out how many people were shot, stabbed, assaulted, or robbed, etc. This feels nuts. I feel like I need to carry a weapon to protect myself. A lot of people think that. Yes. Yes. Shelly says, the cops who ignore the Constitution aren't cops at all, in my opinion. That's strong. That's strong. Here we go. Brian says, I like what I'm hearing, but what are you going to do to get more than 26 people to hear, uh, in, in here to vote for you? Uh, two things. When there are more than 26, this is actually streamed in about six or seven or eight different places. So you're only seeing one of the others. In addition, this also gets replayed so people see it also. So it, it's 26 in what you're watching right now, but it's more than that. Usually we get several thousand views over the course of three or four days. So there's several thousand. Several thousand is enough. And it's a valid point, Brian. I'm glad you bring it up. I've been shadow banned since 2020. Horribly. I used to get 20 to 30,000 people to watch the show. Every single show. Now I get two or 3,000. A huge difference. So what am I going to do? I'm not going to. You're going to. You're going to like, comment, and share. You're going to help me out by doing that because the only way I get past the algorithms, if enough people like, enough people comment, enough people share. Then I get I break the algorithm and I get out of the shadow ban. So they have been, they've tuned me down on all the social media for over a year, almost two years now. So you guys have seen it. It's been very harsh. So what am I doing? Well, guess what? Uh, Pete brought it up. After February, we go back on the road. We go back on shows. We start getting more people to hear the message. And they come back, and they'll go back and later and watch these. Right? What happens is people watch these later. So they, who's this letter shop guy? Then they go through my stuff, and they start checking stuff. You watch this one. You won't watch this one again. But others who have not will go back and watch a lot of these. Sometimes people will watch three or four or listen to, not always watch. That's why I read the comments out, because people will sometimes listen to this. Um, two or three a day, four or five a day sometimes while they're working or such. So they'll go back to these. So I hope that answers your question. So thank you for the comment. I appreciate it. But yes, please like, comment, and share. And while I'm at it, support the show. How do you do that? By supporting my sponsor, libertarianism.com. Click the link that's there in the description. Go there, share that link. Go there, learn about libertarianism. Tell your friends to go so they can learn about libertarianism. It's cool stuff. It's free. It's free. But they're my sponsor. They help support the show. So do me a favor. Check out libertarianism.com. Click that link. Share that link. Get more people to see it. They get happy. They keep sponsoring the show. Life is good. So, Brian, I gave you two things. Like, comment, share. And share the link and or go yourself to libertarianism.com. That will help. hope that was helpful. Thank you for your your comment. All right. Um, Let's see here. Uh, uh, uh. Let's see if I keep doing this. Uh, Brian says, GW admitted to smoking pot and nothing. You're right. Yes, he did and did nothing. Absolutely. Joe says, Obama actually said Trayvon Martin looks like he could be his son when he was talking about gun violence. He should have applied that same thing to dr- war on drugs. Yes, Joe, he should have. Disproportionately negativity, uh, negatively impacted demographics is someone that could look like his son. Just saying. Agreed. Yes. John says, military industrial congressional complex was the original comment. I like that. Very good. Yes. Brian says, EU should be the one to attend EU matters. I'm in. Yes. Dan says, I just can't get concerned about the Russians. Back in a Cold War, they had a religiously communist ideology that really was satanic in nature. 
Putin is more akin to the old SARS that are playing the great game. It's a practical imperialism that has been played out for centuries. You're not wrong, Dan. And look, you and I, I think, are old enough to remember the Soviet Union. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So. Um, Brian says, SCOTUS held that a resolution that Congress passed was effectively a declaration of war in Iraq, even though not worded as a formal declaration. Yes, and that's horseshit. Yes. They've made some really bad decisions like that and corporations are people. It's not a declaration of war. Why? Because it's not a declaration of war. The Constitution doesn't say you can do a thing to do violence. It doesn't say that. It's declaration of war. So they made that up, and the and the and the, and the SCOTUS said, "It's fine. You can just make stuff up. It's fine." And we've been we've been now fighting wars from the authorization of 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 um of action from what two thousand one now. Over 20 years of the same thing with no, the reason why you have the declaration of war, if you declare war, you must declare peace at one time. We never have to declare peace. We're not going to war on terror, the war on drugs, the war on this. I'm agreeing with you, Brian. I'm telling you the SCOTUS garbage decision. Completely wrong. Should have never done it. Terrible idea. We need to ignore it. Yes. So, yes. All right. Uh, let's see if I can do go here. Red says, I love the idea of bringing the troops home from Korea. Sounds like a great plan to me. When I was in the army, the government was practically begging people to re-enlist. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, Liberty Death says, did anyone hear about Fauci being charged in the International Court for Crimes Against Humanity? I did not hear that. I, I don't know. I didn't hear that. If that's true, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Blaze says, I got double vaxxed, got COVID, took a hard look at myself. No, a low sugar, low carb diet about four days is hard. Then you drop 20. Blaze, I've been on keto now for 11 years. I, it's hard, but it, it's a lifestyle. I, it's, it's my lifestyle. I rarely eat carbs. I do sometimes, but rarely eat carbs. I try to keep myself under 20 carbs every day. I break sometimes here or there, but it's very rare. I, I rarely eat carbs. Like, I don't know if I've had any today. I don't think I've had any. I did. I had some mushrooms today. Not those type of mushrooms, like regular mushrooms on like, Today, I give you a, what I ate so far today. <clears throat> I haven't had dinner yet. I had no, I did. I'm sorry, I had a little bit of dinner before before I um, I came here. I had um, sausage and eggs for breakfast with coffee. No carbs in that. Maybe a little bit in the in the in the sausage. Maybe a little bit, but not much. Uh, maybe one. That's it. From some of the they might put a little sugar in it. That's about all. But nothing else. Um, I had a salad uh, with chicken for lunch, and then I had. Um, Chopped steak with mushrooms for dinner. That's what I ate today. And I drank only water and coffee. That's very common for me. And people who know me know that's a very common meal plan for me in any given day. So the way I can keep my weight down. I'm not, I'm not active enough. And in my 50s, I'm not active enough. How do I keep my weight down? No carb, low carb keeps my weight down. It totally works. So it's not for everybody. So I don't, I, you don't hear me preaching it or talking about it all the time. When people bring it up, I give them my story. I hope it works for you. It does not work for everybody. I hope it works for you. So, yes. All right. Um, so, I'll go down here, too, if I can. All right. Um, Shelly says, I used to take my kids to the mall where they would giggle and say, look, it's Dicks and Hooters. I ignored it and took all the fun out of it. Ah, see that? You ignored the bad behavior and I'll take the fun out of it. Yes, exactly. See, Shelly? 
you you would have made a very good killer whale trainer. Exactly right. Yes, absolutely. So, um, Shelly says people walk to the people's house. If it was an insurrection, the military would have responded. This, this, I don't see this insurrection. I don't. Now, again, the the story is, and maybe it's true. You know me. Everyone deserves this more than once. Everyone deserves due process. The story they're saying is there was some high-level insurrection stuff to take over the government. If that's true, they should be punished. If it's not, then there's no one to be punished, right? There was no Russiagate, right? So maybe uh, my mind is way open. We'll see what happens. That's all I'm saying. Way open. We'll see what happens. But either way, those people are not part of it, right? Whatever insurrection there may or may not have been, those people are not part of it. They weren't. So let them go. That's it. So John Brennan bringing libertarians. Yeah, I know it was us, I guess. I don't remember. Maybe it was me. I don't, I don't remember. Yes, absolutely. As for D.C., I call a bad riot when they're burning that church in D.C. Ooh, there we go. Someone told me today it was an insurrection. My reaction was it was a joke. I knew that wasn't the best response, but that's how I saw it. They were wearing funny hats and didn't harm anyone, as far as I know. One of your perspective. Thanks. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking, right? The the The, the people... Yeah, they're not punishing any of the people from the summer riots and only punishing one six participants. Thank you, Red Vapes. You got to be the same, right? You got to be the same. When they should punish the Capitol uh, PD guy who shot his gun into a crowd and accidentally had a veteran. I remember that. Yeah, um, no, I'm with you 100%, right? If the people who did the bad stuff, you can find them individually and punish them individually. The rest, why? You, why? Move on. Absolutely. Yes. All right. Um, about the shadow banning. Yes, it's constant. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Thank you for sharing, guys. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, Bernard says, my problem with 1-6 is that many people there thought they could get Mike Pence to certify the electoral college votes. That's an attack on democracy, in my opinion. Yes, this is true. You're right. But why did they think that? They think that because, and I'm being very clear, did they think that because they were thinking, you know what? I read the Constitution and I've done my homework and I believe this is possible. No, they did because somebody in, in, uh, in authority said, that's the right answer. Go do that. So if they believe that, someone told them that. The individual person didn't actually do the homework and figure it out. They didn't. They were part of a massive wave of people who were doing stuff. Half the people who were there didn't even know that people were going to the, I mean, there were thousands of people there. I forgot how many, there were thousands. Not all of them went into the, into the Capitol. Some were still hanging around, mulling around, whatever, doing whatever they were doing. Some were going into the Capitol. You're going to punish them all. I don't know. It just, it just makes it. The example I'll bring up is one which was much more violent and, in my view, had much more consequences. And some of you may remember, I brought this up more than once. This is the 1917 France. The army was in mutinied. This is in the middle of World War I. You can see the Germans across the trench line and the French were totally mutinying, mutinying. They were literally shooting their officers in the head. That is how bad it was. They were doing, they were like, we're done. We're not fighting anymore. It's over. It was so bad. The Germans didn't believe it. They thought it had to be propaganda. They were like, it couldn't be that bad. Literally, if the Germans wanted to, they could have just walked to Paris. You go, ah, let's go to Paris. Because the army was in total disarray. Complete, Germans could have walked to Paris. They didn't attack. They didn't believe it was a trap. That's how bad it was. So what did the French do? 
well, they cracked down hard and kicked. No, they, they relieved their general and brought another general. And I always forget, I think it was General Patan. I forget the guy. I think that was his name. They brought him in. He was an older general that all the troops knew and they loved him. So he came in and what did he do? Well, the most violent guys who like shot the officers, he got rid of those guys. Those guys were hanged. The rest were not punished. They let them go. They were like, we, we have a job to do. Let's get back in action. There's a water fight. The Germans are right there. Let's get back. He changed policy and, and reestablished morale in the French army. If it wasn't for him, the Germans would have won that war. That was the worst time for the, for the, for the, for the French right there. So, yes, that, that's my example. 1-6 was nothing like that. We can be more forgiving. We can be more forgiving. Yes. So, all right. Um, let me see if I can go here real fast. Um, oh, that's the Shelly, not to me. I'm sorry. Keep going here. Yes. Let me grab some more. Um, Simeon says, go, Larry, when are you coming to Allegheny County? Uh, probably coming up there in March or April. That'll be my assumption. Probably March or April is what I think. Yes. Um, let's see here. Chip says, another story is the FBI was egging people on. See, this is the thing that you bring up a very valid point, Chip. We shouldn't believe that, right? Like, we shouldn't think that's true. But we do. Why? Because we know they've done it in the past. And that's my point. You hear me often say one of the biggest issues we have is that we don't trust our we, we don't trust our institutions. And we should. But we don't. Why? Because they've given us so many reasons to not trust them. They've done so much stuff that now we're like, yeah, no, maybe it was that. Like a lot of people believe this was an FBI, you know, thing. And again, it might be, but we shouldn't think that. Chip, we should be like, no, the FBI is above that kind of thing. That would never happen. But you and I both know eh, that might have happened. And that is one of my biggest issues is that we've, we've broken so much trust in our institutions once you stop trusting institutions, that's when you're shooting cops. That's when you don't care where the badge doesn't mean anything to you anymore, where the status doesn't mean anything anymore, where none of these things mean anything anymore to you, to the average person. The uniform doesn't mean anything. The badge, who cares? I think that's the issue. And again, we should, should, uh, not we don't. What you're saying right now, we should be laughing at. Ah, ha, ha, silly chip. But we're not. And the only way to fix that is over the top, over the top transparency, over the top transparency that will show lots of bad things and mistakes that we make. But chip, if we show the mistakes that we make to everybody, eventually over time, it will take time still, they'll stop believing us. Right. People will start to believe us. Right. Eventually be like, you know what? OK, let's do this. OK. Eventually they would. So, yes. Anyway. All right. I'm going to grab a couple more. All right. Um, let's see. Um, be this, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Brands, I was born in 98 and I'm 23 and I got to do a covid. My dad was born, was born in 65. And when he was 23, it was the Cold War. I wonder what America would look like when I'm 60. Will America still be a superpower? Oh, eh. it's a good question. We'll see, right? I feel like 
America can still be a superpower unless we break up. Right. If the country breaks up into multiple countries, we won't be anymore. But if it stays together, I think we can. Right. I think we can. I do. So Brent also goes on to say, um, hold on. No. Larry, would you uh, implement open and concealed carry in New York? I think both should be allowed. There's no way I can do that right away. The state is just too anti-gun. Should I, Do I want to? Is it right? Yes. Can I? Probably not. I have to move towards that. Right Right now, New York State is one of the worst states in the entire union when it comes to guns. New York City is the worst place in the entire country for guns. I have to break that first. So would I want to move towards that? Yes. Could do it right away. It's it's just not feasible in a in a state that is so insanely anti-gun. It's it's not possible. It'd be like me, it's like me wanting to make all drugs legal. It's impossible. It's not gonna happen in this state. It's you can't do it. Can we move towards it? Yes. Can we do it? No. It's it's not there. But I agree with you. But I want to do what's possible um to move to in the right direction. So yes. So Patton was also to have the Vinci French puppet government to the Germans after the surrender of the French government in Germany 1940. Oh, is that right? Is it, I think it's Patan. P-E-T-A-A-N? Did I get that right? I'm not sure. I think it was Patan. Now I'm curious. They're making me think now. I might have to go look up something now. So hold on one second here. If I can find this. Hold on. Now, now you're, making me, you're making me work, Michael. You're making me work. See if I can find this real fast. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Um, I will Google French general. Patan. Uh, uh, uh. Former president of council minutes. Philip Patan. Uh, Marshal Patan. The old marshal. Yes. He attended at the. Yeah. He became. Um, he became. Uh, loan as. Um, the marshal of France at the end of World War One. When he became known as the Lion of Verdun. So, yes, it was him. It was Patan. Yes. And you're right. He died in 51. So he was. 100%. Yes. He was the Lion of Verdun. And it's P E T A I N. So that's what it was. Thank you. Thank you for making me work, my complete. Yeah. Teasing. Yes. Absolutely. So, anyway, Brent says New York and California are like a different country from Texas and Florida. Yes. But that's what I love about USA. We need more states' rights. I, you know, we talk all the time about diversity. I'm in. I like diversity. I agree. So then why do we keep having one size fits all rules, everybody? If you like diversity, good. Let's let everyone be diverse. Let's let you be you and I'll be me. She'll be her. He'll be him. Let's, let's do that. So I'm actually, <coughs> I mean, I'm actually diversity. I think it's a great idea. I think we should do it. I completely agree. So as always, guys, like, comment, share, bring it up often. It does matter. Of course, support the show, as I mentioned, uh, libertarians.com. And if you want to support me running around New York State, you can. LarrySharp.com slash donate. Guys, I want to say thank you for this evening. I appreciate all the time you gave me. I hope it was an interesting show for you again. Some of you learned some World War One history, if you care. Uh, but good comments. I appreciate it. I will be on A Free Solution, my radio show out of Western New York, tomorrow at noon Eastern. I hope to see you all there. Have a great night. <laughs>